Welcome to All Angles Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Claire Hunt, and I have some questions for you today, friend. Do you find yourself being interrupted during your deep work constantly by your phone or your computer when it comes to emails? Maybe you always feel like you need to respond very quickly to every email or DM, so you find yourself not really getting anything done on your to-do list. Does that sound like you? Or maybe you get to the end of the workday and you feel like your inbox is just literally running your life and taking over your entire to-do list. I have been there. That is why I am creating this episode for you. And as solo entrepreneurs, we many times feel the pressure to need to instantly respond to emails in order to be productive. And while I definitely love Inbox Zero, the reality is it's totally not sustainable to have your inbox open and in the background refreshing every second, pretty much. So today we're going to talk about time blocking, boundaries, notification settings, snoozing, and no, I don't mean sleeping, scheduling out emails, and so much more. So if you're ready for this podcast episode if you feel like this will give you some productivity tips so that you don't feel like your inbox is just running your life, then there is an all-new, all-angles photography podcast episode coming to you in three, two, one. You are listening to All Angles, a business and photography podcast that truly hits on all angles of creating and sustaining a fulfilling photography career. Hosted by Claire Hunt, a former pediatric trauma nurse turned wedding photographer and educator. Every two weeks, Claire brings you tangible and actionable tips that help you improve your dream business, all while providing you some encouragement along the way. For marketing, client experience, travel, content creation, productivity, and more, grab your coffee, because we're about to hit on all angles of running your dream photography business. Welcome back to the show, friend. I'm so excited for this episode. I love talking all things productivity, and especially whenever it comes to your inbox, because as I mentioned, I found myself there where I was just like, I'm not getting anything done because I'm always responding to emails and just feeling like I'm all over the place. And so my first tip that I have for you guys is really going to help in more ways than just your inbox. Um, We'll have specific examples of how your inbox is directly related to this, but also I just want to say like, you can use this first tip for literally all of your productivity in your business. So the first tip now that I've hyped it up enough is to utilize time blocking. It is highly recommended for literally any human being to use time blocking if you find yourself spending too much time in reactive mode, which would be like responding to emails and messages. So time blocking is a time management method that encourages you to divide your day into blocks of time. Each block is dedicated to accomplishing a specific task or a group of tasks, and you only do those specific tasks. So instead of keeping an open-ended to-do list of things that you get to as you're able, you'll start each day with a concrete schedule that lays out what you'll work on and when. I utilize time blocking every single workday, and it helps me really divide up the tasks that I'm doing. And time blocking has like two sisters that um, are day theming and task batching. I'm sure you've heard of batching your content out and those kinds of things, Um, but day theming is a little less talked about. So one example of how I use day theming in my business is that I only take calls and teach mentor sessions on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So this is a day focused time blocking. I found that like whenever I was taking calls and mentor sessions, like Monday through Friday, random times, I didn't get to pick when people would 
schedule the call, I would just be available for it. I was unable to get anything done. Um, My day was being chopped up way too much into a million different kinds of tasks. So I couldn't really focus on one specific thing or one specific kind of thing. Um, So now taking calls on only Tuesday and Thursday, it ensures that the other days I can focus on getting really deep into my work without being interrupted in that kind of a way. A couple other examples of ways that you could use day theming in your business would be um, to have like a planning day, an administrative day. So maybe on a Monday, that would be when you plan out how you're going to get all your tasks done that week, or you plan out your breaks and all those things. And if you didn't listen to episode four on self-care tips, go listen to it now, especially whenever I talk about scheduling and taking your breaks and planning out your week. That is so helpful to to just grow your productivity as a whole. But yeah, as far as day theming goes, maybe your Monday would be the day that you do this. Maybe you would be responding to emails on Mondays. You'd be sending follow-up emails. You'd be sending planning emails to couples who are about to get married. You would be drafting up all of your timelines. You would be sending location guides, literally all the things that you do as an administrative back-end kind of thing, or paying taxes, or working on your finances and doing some of your bookkeeping. All of those kinds of things, they are different tasks, but they are all in the same kind of theme. So that's where day theming can be really helpful. Another example could be having like a writing day. So maybe on like Wednesday, that would be your content day where you're writing out all of your captions, you're blogging, you're writing up your monthly email newsletters, you are just doing all of the things that involve you having to write. I know for me, I find it very helpful to have a day that is dedicated to all of my content um, because getting in a writing mode is very hard for me personally, um, especially whenever it comes to scripting out these podcast episodes that I've been doing for you guys. It's not 100% scripted. I am still going off the cuff sometimes, like right now, um, but I do find that it helps me to have like where I'm spending one day sitting down, writing out all of my thoughts, all of my feelings, whether that be for captions or journaling or just things like that. So yeah, maybe you have a writing day. You could also have like a day that you dedicate to podcasts or recording things. Um, Have a deep work day where maybe you're just focusing on those really, really deep things that are truly moving the needle in your business, whether that be Pinterest marketing, whether that be figuring out the kind of marketing that you want to do in the first place. Um, Your deep work could be so many things that really require you to dig deep. So those are the kind of ideas that I had for you guys on how to use day theming in your business, even just beyond like the calls example that I used. Many of us become photographers to create art. Very few of us go into this actually ready to be an entrepreneur and take on many hats. That is why I am sharing with you the top 10 resources that have completely benefited my business, my life, and my clients' experience with me. You deserve this same thing, and that is why I have created this guide. So not only will I be listing out the top 10 resources, but I'll be giving you tangible steps and advice to take regarding each one and why. So if you're looking to improve your productivity, streamline processes, and serve your clients better, go ahead and check out the show notes and the description, and the link will be there to the freebie download, and it'll be sent to your inbox right away. Let's get back to the episode. 
Now moving on to the task batching kind of time blocking, just to give you an idea of what my task batching will look like during a normal workday, here is kind of a general flow of how I do things. So I do my morning routine, have breakfast between 7 a.m., 9 a.m. At 9 a.m. I'll get ready for the day. By 10 a.m. I'm at my desk. So my office hours are from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And then for 30 minutes at the beginning of the day, every single day that is between Monday and Friday, I'll check my email email. Um, so for those 30 minutes, I'm trying to get down to inbox zero. I will get down to inbox zero if I'm able to, but if not, I go on to other things. So after checking email from about 10.30 a.m. to 1 p.m., I am batch working on either podcast recording, editing, I'm on calls, I'm doing mentor sessions, I'm planning out my social media or more depending on the day theme for that day. I'll take lunch from like one to two, and then from two to four, I'll work on either more of the deep work tasks that I need to do or shallow tasks. And I also will work on usually just the things that are living on my to-do list that don't take so much brain effort from me. Um, so usually during the beginning of the day, that's when I'm working on my like hard need to get done, need to focus kind of things. The end of the day after I eat lunch, I just know I'm not the most productive during that time. So I do like the more shallow work tasks usually. So since this episode is all about inbox overwhelm and time blocking for your inbox, how could this look for you considering your inbox? Um, I would go ahead and just honestly look at your calendar and plan out the best time period when you're going to work on responding to emails. This will be a strategic and intentional time instead of just mindlessly looking at every notification that's coming in as it's coming in. It's so easy to get distracted. So utilizing this time blocking will help you to feel more productive, focused, and successful with those deep work tasks. If you are the kind of person that really wants inbox zero at the start of your day, then maybe consider doing it at the start of your day. That's usually when I love to check my emails most um, personally. But also, if you feel like that's distracting to you, if you feel like it immediately puts you in the space of needing to tend to everything else before you can get into your deep work, um, then maybe just wait until the end of the day to respond to emails. And then that way, by the end of the day, you are all caught up. Maybe you would enjoy like eating dinner and spending time with your partner or whatever, more so if you know you're at inbox zero by the end of the day. So just figure out what feels best to you. And the good thing is you can always change this if you feel like maybe it's not doing it for you if you start in the morning, or maybe it's not doing it for you if you do it in the evening, then just switch it around and figure out what feels best to you. But that is my biggest tip when it comes to inbox overwhelm is to literally time block. Like this is the biggest Number two would be to use the scheduling or automation features of your email. So I know life doesn't always go as planned. Sometimes we have to work at random times during the day. I know I've been responding to emails at literally 11 p.m. at night because I'm on a plane and I'm having to just get stuff done while I can. So whether that be because of travel or other responsibilities, it's definitely a reality. So as I will mention in point four about boundaries and a few, I just want to encourage you to only respond or send emails during your office hours. If that isn't doable, then you can use the scheduling feature. So I use Gmail and I know if you click the little arrow beside send, you can choose one of the times that they recommend for you or you can send at your own custom date and time. And I would recommend for this to always be during your office hours. 
This way your couples literally have no idea that you're working at 11 p.m. at night. It definitely makes you come off more professional because you're responding during normal hours of the day and all those kinds of things. So another automation feature of your email is to also click the snooze button. So if you're going through your emails in the morning or evening and you can't tend to something in that very moment, click the snooze button, my friend. For me, this has been more helpful than just marking it as unread because whenever you click snooze, it pops it back up to the top of your inbox for when you set it to. So that's been the best way for me to get an email back into the front of my mind when I know I have a little more mental capacity for dealing with whatever it is. This point is definitely short and sweet, but if you're just learning about this for the first time, whether that be scheduling send or the snooze feature, this is a game changer. Number three is to write canned emails to save time when in your inbox. So as we talked about in episode two about up-leveling your client experience, I chatted all about having workflows and automations set up in your CRM. If you haven't listened to that episode, definitely go back and do so. But for the purpose of talking about inbox overwhelm in this episode, one of the best things that you can do is to have email templates written up for pretty much anything you could ever need to respond to Or if you find yourself sending the same thing multiple times, create an email template for it. If you find yourself answering the same question or needing to send the same info to every couple or vendor, create an email template for it. I know that in Gmail, for example, you can also add an email template in there. So while CRMs are great for client communication, um, you can also use the templates actually within your email host as well. So I actually have one set up to send to the planner or videographer. um, And what I always find myself sending to them is my timeline just to make sure that what I have works for them and it is in line with what they need as well. So I have a template there and I just add in the link to my timeline and it literally takes me one minute now versus how in the past it would take five or more to draft it up from scratch. I still personalize all of my emails because I definitely don't want to sound like a robot and I recommend that you do the same. Add some personalization in there but having the bones of the email written out will literally save you so much time. Just trust me on this. So if you need to start small with your canned emails, then just start with the ones that you're always sending, like your initial inquiry response, any follow-ups or any planning emails, which basically is everything. But yeah, just start with the ones that you always find yourself sending or the answers that you always find yourself sending, and it's going to save you a lot of time in your inbox. My fourth and final productivity tip for you guys today surrounding all things inbox overwhelm is to know and share your boundaries around your email response times. So to this point, I have a few side points, so stick with me. The first of those is your office hours and your email signature. If you don't have your office hours and your email signature, go add them now, for real. Like This helps to give such a great expectation of when couples can hear from you and only send emails during this time, as I mentioned in point number two. This creates a boundary there and it also keeps you accountable with your office hours. The second side point to this is that when considering inquiries, I'm definitely someone who loves to respond quickly to inquiries, as you guys probably know by now. I love focusing on client experience, 
And it is totally true that it's important to respond to inquiries and emails quickly, especially for any newer entrepreneurs. As I'm sure you've heard, the quicker you are to respond, the more likely you are to be booked. Um, But regardless of whether you're a newer entrepreneur or an experienced entrepreneur, 24 to 48 hours is totally appropriate. And that's personally what I do. I would just give that expectation somehow, whether that shows up on your contact page, on a thank you page, or in the little pop-up after they submit your contact form. I've also done it before where I've had an automatic email send as soon as they inquire saying like, hey, I'm so stoked that to receive your inquiry. Um, I'll be back with you in 24 to 48 hours. Can't wait to get to know you, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but this allows you to feel a little less pressure with responding so quickly, and it gives the client an idea of what to expect. If a couple inquires with you and you are immediately meeting this expectation of 24 to 48 hours or sending that auto email just saying you're so excited to receive their inquiry, then your client experience is automatically going to be off the charts for them. That is a way to go above and beyond and it is going to immediately impress them. The third side point to this about knowing and sharing your boundaries around your email response times is that you should definitely take off at least one day a week. If this day changes weekly, especially during a busy season, then you are more than welcome to pivot your work and time blocking around that. It's okay to have to adjust things as you're going from week to week, but utilizing all of these productivity tips in general will just help you free up the time that you're spending in your inbox and also help you to be more productive with the time that you are spending. I feel like I could just talk about productivity forever, but I do want to end this episode just by saying that it's definitely important to understand that specific seasons may require more from you. So whether that be that you're a photographer and you have busy seasons, and so from Monday to Friday, you're not available all the time, maybe you have elopements scattered throughout the week. Figure out ways to communicate that to your clients and even just to let them know that like, hey, I have a four-day response time during my busy season and be completely front coming with that. That's going to help just create more of that trust with you as well. Um, And as I feel like I end every episode, please forgive me in advance, but if you are still overwhelmed after trying all or some of these productivity tips given in this episode, you can totally outsource your inbox to a VA. I have found a lot of success using these tips myself, and I only have my VA help with things whenever I'm on a trip or a super busy season where my emails are falling behind, but I know that in a normal season, the inbox can be a huge source of stress for a lot of people, and you may relate to that. So there's no one way to do this, but if you have a VA take over your inbox, one of the most common ways I hear of people doing this is that they will have the VA filter through all of the unnecessary emails coming in and they'll organize the emails that directly need your attention by placing them in a category and leaving them as unread. So that way, immediately when you log in, your inbox is at zero, hallelujah, but also you'll see the unread messages in the categories that need your attention. If you guys need recommendations on virtual assistants, I am here for you. Feel free to hop in my DMs at Claire Hunt Photography or at All Angles Pod. More than happy to help you. And just want to end this episode by saying like productivity is always one of those things I love teaching about because it's definitely important in a photography business. Staying organized and efficient can be hard when you have so many things piling up, but I hope this episode was helpful and gave you at least one takeaway 
way to try out. So if any of these tips are specifically helpful, I would love to hear about it. And if you're enjoying the podcast as a whole, I would love for you to leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform. It's been such a joy hearing about how this podcast is now your new favorite photography podcast. And that was always the goal. I plan on bringing you guys so much more. Be sure to share your favorite episodes with your friends, and I can't wait to continue bringing you guys even more episodes hitting on all angles of running your dream photography business. Until next time, my friend, I hope that you feel a little less inbox overwhelm after this episode, and I will see you guys next time.